Thank you for downloading the Plod podcast, Police Law On Demand, brought to you by 3D solicitors and barristers from Sergeants in Chambers. In our podcast series, we are going to discuss a range of topics affecting police officers and anyone involved in the criminal justice system. For more updates on police law, follow the Sergeants in Police Law blog at ukpolicelawblog.com. If you have any suggestions for any topics that you would like us to cover, please email plod at 3d-solicitors.com. Welcome back to Plod. I'm delighted to be joined again by Elliot Gold. Uh, We're going to be discussing some updates uh, around the law of necessity for arrest. We discussed this in our first season, I think episode one, and it was, uh, uh, I believe, our most popular podcast yet. Elliot, there seems to have been some uh, recent interest in the lawfulness of police arrests, specifically with regards to necessity of arrest. What's been happening? Well, for a police arrest, you'll know that uh, an officer has to have two things. Those are, if I can simplify it, reasonable grounds for suspecting that a person has committed an offence and reasonable grounds for believing that an arrest is necessary. And it looks as though the High Court is tightening up what is required for necessity. So you referred to reasonable grounds for suspicion and reasonable grounds for belief. How do they differ in practice? How different are they? They're quite different. Reasonable grounds for suspicion are important and they've been said to be an important protection against abuse. But they do present a fairly low threshold. It's been said that suspicion is a state or conjectural surmise in the absence of proof something that arises at the start of an investigation before proof has been obtained. And so really, suspicion, it's a judgment that a state of affairs might well exist. Belief, on the other hand, involves judgment that a state of affairs actually does exist. So it's a higher requirement, and to that extent, includes an absorbed suspicion. Yeah, it requires uh, more thoughts than perhaps an immediate reaction that something may be amiss. How does this requirement for reasonable grounds for belief relate to the necessity of arrest? Well, an officer must have reasonable grounds for believing that an arrest is necessary on one or more of the specified grounds in PACE, the Police and Criminal Evidence Act, Section 24. I probably don't need to go through all the grounds, but the main ones are to ascertain a person's name and address, to protect persons from injury, to prevent loss or damage to property. And the one that you often see is to allow the prompt and effective investigation of an offence. Yeah, I mean, that's the one that you normally see on police custody records. And um, I'm sure um, numerous of our listeners, and uh, include solicitors and police officers, will have been in police stations. And uh, it's almost gone through on a nod with a custody sergeant. You know, what's the necessity to allow prompt and effective investigation? It rolls off the tongue and too often has been kind of waved through. It's uh, certainly the most common one. Yes, and in fairness, it really does break down into five parts, where it's unlikely that a person would attend voluntarily for interview, where there's a need in the investigation of an indictable offence to enter and search premises without a search warrant, where it's necessary to secure forensic evidence, search the particular person, or in certain circumstances to enable drugs testing, so that if the police are relying on this ground of a prompt and effective investigation of an offence, the officer has to have reasonable grounds to believe 
that an arrest is necessary for one or more of those reasons. And it's probably worth adding on that, that the High Court has said that reasons which are just below the waterline of legality taken individually can't amount to lawful justification when taken cumulatively. But what does it mean, necessary, you know, for arrest to be necessary? How high is the bar for that? When something's necessary, it means something more than that it's convenient or desirable. So for an arrest, it will refer to where the policing objectives can't be achieved by less intrusive means. And that's pretty much what's said in Pace Code G at paragraph 1.3. And in the recent High Court decision of Rashid and Chief Constable of West Yorkshire, Uh, it was held by the judge that reasonable grounds for suspicion impose a comparatively low hurdle, whereas the requirement of believing that an arrest is necessary imposes a comparatively high hurdle. And last year, you might remember, in the case of the Commissioner of Police of the Metropolis and MR, the High Court referred to this as being a high bar. Yes, there are examples of this. So the High Courts, uh, or have the courts explain why arrests won't be necessary? An arrest won't be necessary where there's no rational basis for rejecting alternatives. So, for instance, there might be no necessity to arrest someone for the purpose of interviewing them if they are prepared to agree for interview or to be interviewed voluntarily and there's no urgency to do it. And that's what happened in the case of MR last year. Against a complaint of harassment by his former partner, MR voluntarily attended a police station where he was then arrested before being interviewed, photographed and fingerprinted. And the court found that the arrest wasn't necessary where he'd attended voluntarily and actually fairly swiftly after the police had called him, where there was no urgency to progress the investigation and where it wasn't necessary to justify or ascertain his identity, obtain his telephone or apply bail conditions. And the point in obtaining a a mobile telephone, I mean, that also came up in this case. In the recent case of Rashid, yes, that concerned a suspicion that a doctor was producing poor quality reports to support fraudulent road traffic personal injury claims. And there, the officer said that arrest was necessary because of the time constraints that apply to voluntary attendance, that those might not have been sufficient, that there was a need to secure information on the suspect's mobile telephone that there was a need to obtain evidence, other evidence on his arrest. And the High Court rejected all of that. The first reason was really a misunderstanding that there was no time constraint on voluntary attendance. The officer had just mixed that up with the 24-hour period for which a person could be detained without charge. Uh, But even then, it was held that it wouldn't have been necessary to detain him for 24 hours. But, But as to the second reason, the phone, this arrest was a dawn arrest and it took place early in the morning whilst the suspect was still in his pyjamas. So there would have been no justification for searching him, let alone arresting him in order to search him. It was also considered that he was likely to be cooperative and would have provided his phone on being asked. And as to the third reason, uh, obtaining evidence more generally, the police already had a warrant to search his home. So the court found that none of those justifications applied. No, and if you look looking at the the nature of the case in this case, which was sort of um, alleged false reports, you know, that's not going to come, as you say, from searching him in his pyjamas. He's not going to have those on him. And they had a warrant to search the house. So, and his office, I believe, anything they could have got would have come from those from those searches or, or further investigations, but not from searching his person. 
some officers listening to this may be thinking, well, you know, does that mean that we, we shouldn't be performing arrests in case we uh, um, find ourselves criticised? They shouldn't be worried about performing lawful arrests, and they shouldn't perform unlawful arrests, but that might just be a lawyer's answer. It is. Uh, yeah, <laughs> a, a proper answer might be they shouldn't be. Uh, they shouldn't be concerned necessarily, uh, because arrest might be necessary for a number of different reasons. For instance, imposing bail conditions where they're necessary to protect a witness from intimidation, uh, where otherwise the investigation might be rendered less effective. There might be good operational reasons for, por- uh, for performing an arrest swiftly, or where there are risks of collusion or disposal of evidence. And I suppose it's, it's difficult in a podcast as a lawyer to state what all the potential reasons are for which an arrest might be necessary. Um, The court decisions don't undermine those reasons. What they require is that police officers take care to examine whether the reasons for an arrest really necessitate an arrest. And that really comes down to planning and careful recording of reasons, reasons for an arrest before it's performed. And with careful planning and recording, Officers can then rely upon such notes if the arrest is questioned later on in court. You're spot on. Um, and perhaps like we were told at school so many times to show you're working out. Um, you know, an officer can't go wrong if they've uh, made careful notes and can at least justify the thought process that they've applied to something. And to me, when I was reading the judgment in, in Rashida, I wasn't so sure it was a case of a new bar being set as the court saying, look, these are the rules that are in place and what we're requiring you to do is to properly apply them, to think and apply them properly. There's something in that. The courts won't second guess the operational decisions of the police and judges will well accept that they're not in a position to do so. But what they will look at is whether officers had, as I've said before, a rational basis for rejecting alternatives to an arrest And if the officers didn't have or don't have a rational basis for rejecting alternatives, then the court will find that the arrest was likely unlawful for want of necessity. So as you said before, careful planning, careful recording. Absolutely. Uh, Because otherwise, the arrest may be unlawful and the Parker defence might not be able to come to the rescue. The Parker defence, that's the uh, Michael Barrymore case. Yes, the Michael Barrymore case. The Court of Appeal in Parker which was Michael Barrymore's real surname, said that where a person was unlawfully arrested, they'd only receive nominal damages, that that meaning not damages which uh, um, reflect just the um, procedural error rather than anything more substantive, where they could and would have been arrested lawfully if correct procedures had been followed. Now, why wouldn't that apply here, though? If the police could show that even if they didn't think adequately about necessity, they would have... Have they thought about it? Yeah, not not necessarily. As the case of Rashid shows, the High Court decided not only that arrest wasn't necessary, but that it couldn't have been necessary on any of the evidence or reasons that the police advanced. So if a court finds not only that the arresting officer had no reasonable grounds for believing that arrest was necessary, but also that he could have had no reasonable grounds in all the circumstances then the door will close on that and the police won't be able to rely upon the park defence. And the damages will get more expensive because, you know, such a finding, the court will have held the person could not and would not have been arrested 
lawfully if correct procedures have been followed. So rather it would be officers had the officers thought about it properly, uh, they never would have made the arrest at all. That's absolutely right. Well, very interesting. And thank you again for coming to discuss this with us. Thanks very much. Thank you for downloading the Plod podcast, Police Law On Demand, brought to you by 3D solicitors and barristers from Sergeants in Chambers. For more updates on police law, follow the Sergeants in Police Law blog at ukpolicelawblog.com. If you have any suggestions for any topics that you would like us to cover, please email plod at 3d-solicitors.com.